Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so glad that you are with us. We want you to know that you are a blessing to us. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to it. Then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. We do this podcast to help you grow in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We do this to help you get to a place in life where you will never give up, but you will move forward in Jesus Christ. Growing in Him, that's what it's all about. Let's jump into it today. We are talking about baptism. Let's get into it right now. Again, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. It means so much to us. Let's talk about baptism, water baptism. Let's look today at Romans chapter 6, starting in verse 1. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Verse 2, of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Verse 3, or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? Verse 4, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Verse 5, since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. Let's talk about baptism today. This last Sunday we baptized two sisters and uh, teenage girls. It was awesome. Just a thrill to see people go down into the waters of baptism and come up a new creature, a new creation in Christ. So this is the perfect time to talk about baptism. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise and honor and glory. Give us ears to hear the word of God today and a heart to receive it. I pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Baptism is such a beautiful thing, but it must be done with the right attitude, the right heart. With baptism, you would think that it's cut and dry, but it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. Some teach that in order to be saved, you must be baptized. No baptism no salvation. They would cite to you, John chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus answered, Truly I say to you, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Mark chapter 16, verse 16, He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. Acts chapter 22, verse 16, Paul recounting his own baptism when Ananias baptized him. And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and washed away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. On the other side of the aisle, people say that baptism has nothing to do with salvation. They'll quote Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10, for it is by believing in your heart you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith 
that you are saved. I believe that baptism is very, very important. We're going to look at it today. And unfortunately, over the years, I have seen many people get baptized who really had not come to Christ, and all they did was get wet. They got baptized because they were trying to get someone of the opposite sex interested in them, and they were trying to look religious, or they had bad problems in their life, and they thought that if they got baptized, it would go away. We're going to discuss all of that here in just a moment. Let's look at a few points today about baptism. Number one, baptism is a commandment. Baptism is a commandment. Baptism is a commandment, not a suggestion. Anyone that says they are a Christian but does not wish to be baptized, the only way to, to describe that situation would be to say the person is in rebellion. Why would you proclaim to be a Christian and not want to be baptized? Going back again, Mark 16, verse 16. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. If Jesus Christ... The king of the universe says, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Then we need to get baptized. Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Then Peter said, Now, let me set the stage real quick. Peter had preached this incredible sermon about Jesus, about salvation, about the prophets. And the people, the Bible says, were smitten with conviction. And they asked Peter and the apostles, What should we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent. And be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise verse 39 for the promise is to you to your children and to all who are afar off even as many as the Lord our God shall call you might could say that Simon Peter was the pastor of the first century church and he took his instructions straight from the Lord and he commanded baptism both here and as well as Acts chapter 10. He commanded baptism both here and as we will see in Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10 verse 44, Peter has taken the gospel to the Romans, to the Roman centurion, Cornelius and his household, the servants, his family, his friends, they were all there and Peter began to preach with them. And it's amazing, the Holy Spirit fell on them and it's amazing I don't have the verse pulled up, but the verse before the Holy Spirit falls, Peter was mentioning how anyone that believes on Jesus Christ shall receive remission of sins, and then bam, the Holy Ghost fell. Acts chapter 10, verse 44, even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. Verse 45, the Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. Verse 46, for they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. Then Peter asked, verse 47, can anyone object to their being baptized now that they have received the Holy Spirit just as we did? Verse 48, so he gave orders to commandment. He gave orders for them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. So we see first of all today that baptism is a commandment, not a suggestion. Number two today, who is baptism for? Who gets baptized? The candidate for baptism must have decided in their hearts to repent and to turn to Jesus Christ for salvation. This is something you do with all of your heart. 
Now look at John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The word believes here doesn't just mean to believe. The devil believes. The demon believes in Jesus. The demons, they believe in Jesus. Now the word here for believe is, it's not just mental belief. After all, like I just said, the devil believes in Jesus. The word believe here means to believe on someone else for eternal salvation and redemption. The person seeking baptism must repent. They must sell out 100% for Jesus Christ. And when we're saved, it isn't about us anymore. It's about serving him. Repent doesn't just mean to tell God that you're sorry for your sins. Repent means to turn around from where you are and head to God, walk to God. It means to believe God's plan for your life and embrace it. It means to sell out to Jesus 100%. Let's look at what Peter, uh, Jesus, let's look at what Jesus told Peter and the other disciples to preach. Let's look today at what Jesus told Peter and the other disciples to preach as they were headed into the book of Acts. Luke chapter 24, verse 44. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Verse 45. Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Verse 46. And he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day. Verse 47, and that, okay, listen, folks, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem, and you are witnesses of these things. What did he say for them to preach? Repentance and remission of sins preached in his name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism is for the person who comes to Christ for salvation. That means you accept him as Lord and, and Savior of your life. You confess it with your mouth. You believe that he died and that he rose again and that he is Lord of all. Baptism tells the world that you are turning your life over to Jesus. You are telling the world he is the Lord of your life. You are telling the world that you are his. When you come to Christ and you get saved, the blood of Jesus Christ washes your sins away and you are ready for baptism. Number three today, how does the Bible say to be baptized? Most churches baptize by saying in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. After all, that is written down in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. We don't do that because that is not what that verse is saying. You have to break down the verse. That verse is not saying to say the words Father, Son, and Holy Spirit over someone being baptized. Pastor, it says it right there. No, that's not what it's saying. First, Jesus said baptizing in the name of, in the name of. In the name of, is that singular or is that plural? In the name of, it's singular. Jesus was telling us there was a name, a singular name that represents Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Second, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are not names. They are titles. If you don't believe that, go to the store, write a check, and put Son on it, where the signature line is. Put Daughter on it. Put fireman or whatever it is your title is at work. 
they're going to look back at you and they are going to say sir that's a title we need your name not your title Jesus Christ is the name that represents those three titles now to understand this you have to understand that Jesus Christ was the bodily manifestation of the Godhead that's what the Bible says a lot of people don't like that a lot of people don't like what I'm teaching here tonight but that is the truth everything that God is is wrapped up in the body of Jesus Christ let me show you something at our church we teach the full deity of the Lord Jesus Christ we know he's the Son of God but what else does it say about his divine nature let's read it Colossians look these verses up don't take my word for it look it up Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 he is the image of the invisible God let's say that again Jesus he is the image of the invisible God the visible image of the invisible God the firstborn over all creation verse 16 for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created through him and for him verse 17 and he is before all things and in him all things consist all things were created by him and for him verse 15 in the new living translation says christ is the visible image of the invisible god he existed before anything was created and he is supreme over all creation so how did the disciples baptize people we see peter and the other apostles baptizing 3,000 people in the book of Acts chapter 2 every single baptism recorded in the Bible where they mentioned how they did it they baptized them in the name of the Lord Jesus so were the disciples disobeying Matthew 28 and 19 no not at all they were doing exactly what Matthew 28 and 19 said they were baptizing in the name that represents the Father Son and Holy Spirit they baptized in Jesus name these baptisms were performed by Peter by John by Philip by Ananias and by the Apostle Paul and there were others that baptized but they don't always show the formula if in fact Jesus wanted the titles Father Son and Spirit said over the baptized person then Peter John Philip Paul and Ananias were all in disobedience now that's just an absolutely silly thought if anyone thinks that they are asinine and they don't really know scripture in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 they were commanded to be baptized in Jesus name that was Peter and the other apostles they baptized 3,000 people that day in the name of Jesus in Acts chapter 8 verse 12 Philip goes to the city of Samaria and great revival breaks out people left and right are getting saved thousands of people and he baptized them in the name of Jesus Acts chapter 10 verse 48 we already talked about this but Peter goes to the Romans and he commands them to be baptized in Jesus name Acts chapter 19 Paul rebaptizes believers in the name of Jesus this all happened over somewhere around a 30 to 50 year span and the only way that they baptized was in the mighty name of Jesus number four today 
Another reason we baptize in Jesus' name is Colossians 3, verse 17. Colossians 3, verse 17, And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. A modern translation of that says, Let every detail in your lives, your words, your actions, whatever be done in the name of the Master, Jesus. But I'm telling you, there's nothing like sticking to the original formula, the original church, the first century church, the men who learned from Jesus himself, the men who walked with Jesus, the men who heard his words firsthand. My wife and I and others who attend our church, we've been baptized in Jesus' name. Treva and I both were re-baptized. When we saw this incredible truth from the word of God, we got baptized again. And let me read Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. Now this shows the power, the preeminence, the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now here Jesus is talking, and he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. So we see we need to be baptized in the name of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the God and the Creator of this universe, the Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now let's look at Acts chapter 4, verse 12. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Oh, my friends, there is nothing like going down in a watery grave in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and coming out of that water a new creation in Christ. Now, while I know this to be truth, I still recommend that you take the time to study this out on your own. Don't take my word for it. Don't take my word and run with it. Our faith should not be built upon the word of others only. It must be built upon the firm foundation of God's word. We must study to show ourselves approved. Study for yourself. Read what the Bible says about baptism. Let me say this. What denominations teach doesn't matter. What Bible colleges say doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the Word of God. When I first heard of Jesus' name baptism, I was not immediately on board. After I studied it, after I looked at it, after I absorbed it from the Word of God, I saw this great truth. Attempting to look past what others say that the Word of God says, what others interpret it as I wanted to see it for myself we don't need a man to explain it God's Word doesn't require someone to explain it all it needs is a heart that is truly seeking the truth and the Lord needs men and women who are hungry for truth Lord we thank you today for this great truth we praise you we magnify you we worship you Lord, I pray that someone sees this great truth and they make a decision to be baptized in Jesus' name. And I thank you for it, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I sure do appreciate it. I hope that this was a blessing. I want to encourage you to study this. Look at it for yourself. Study the book of Acts. Study the book of Romans. Look at what it says. See what 
God reveals to you. Until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. Amen. God bless you.